Hello and welcome to Binge Watch, the podcast where we take a look at the hottest new TV and film releases on streaming television platforms. I'm Hannah Fernando, the editor of Women Magazine. And I'm Ian McEwan, writer on TV and Satellite Week magazine and whattowatch.com. And today we're looking at the new releases for the week starting Friday the 18th of June 2021, including new Disney animation Luca about a shy sea monster and physical the Apple TV comedy drama set during the aerobics craze of the 1980s. And we'll also be talking about tennis documentary Being Serena on Discovery Plus and comedian Kevin Hart's new Netflix drama Fatherhood. But first, Ian, what's in the news? Well, it's slightly old news, Hannah, but I felt we should flag up that a big new show that we haven't covered is Loki, the Marvel spin-off starring Tom Hiddleston, uh, which is currently on Disney Plus. So all you Marvel fans, if you haven't already checked it out, uh, get watching. What else is in the news, Hannah? Um, well, Jack Davenport um, is going to be starring in Amazon Prime Video's British remake of hit French comedy drama Call My Agent. Pretty good week this week, I think. And you're going to kick us off. This is very exciting. It's a new Disney feature film animation called Luca. Oh, yes. Now, where do I start? This is just simply brilliant. I absolutely love it. So it's called Luca on Disney Plus. It's a one off animation um, and it's it follows two sea creatures, sea monsters, I guess is what they're called. And it's kind of seeing them grow up and uh, one of their parents is incredibly strict and doesn't want them to put their head above sea level because they don't want they say it's scary you don't want to look out there and he plucks up the courage to do exactly that and finds that he becomes human shall we have a listen to a clip we do not go anywhere near the surface got it everything good is above the surface walking air <gasps> the sky clouds the sun whoa don't look at it just kidding definitely look at it <laughs> Have you ever gone to the human town? Yeah. <laughs> I'm kind of an expert. So Luca is um, one of these sea monsters and um, he's he's got a, a friend, Alberto, and uh, I suppose he leads him to, to the wrong path, if you want to call it that, or certainly what his parents don't want Luca to do, which is to put his head above the water. They tell him it's scary above the water, um, but they have such a good friendship and Alberto is very, very brave and he wants Luca to sort of come out of his shell and, and see what else there is in the world that's on offer. And he literally kind of takes this sort of running jump, if you like, closes his eyes, I can do this, I can do this. And then, of course, does put his head above water. And um, they live... Or well, they swim, I should say, just off the uh, the seaside town of Porto Rosso, um, and they he sort of jumps out of the water, but realizes he becomes a human. And the, the trouble is, is that he really quite likes his life on land. So uh, it, you see his kind of journey um, on land, seeing new things. You know, there's obviously Vespa, the scooter is a, is a, is a big part of this, as you'd imagine, in Italy. Um, and it, it sort of symbolizes this real um, freedom for Luca. And he, he goes on a really amazing adventure, but quite a dangerous one, too. I, I, th- I thought it was really, really lovely, actually. I don't know what you thought, Ian. Yeah, I really liked it. I, I love the idea that a bit like Splash with the mermaid, if they get if they get water on them, they sort of revert their 
sea monster form, don't they? So, oh, you're right, splash. Yeah. That's brilliant. And and there is a part in this where um, they're sitting at the dinner table. They've they've met this girl and they're sitting at the dinner table. And the dad turns around. And he's got sort of meat cleaver in his hand and the shock in his eyes. He spits his water out, and of course <laughs> the water goes all over over the sea monster who is human at this point and becomes a sea monster again and have to hide. It, it, that's, it's just like Splash, you're right. It is a lovely idea. And also, as well as the, getting the sea monster element, of course, as you were saying, you've got this uh, lovely little uh, Italian town as the setting. I was getting a bit of a yeah. Dolmio advert vibe from it. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I think it's yeah, it's, it has kind of got a message, I guess, of like going outside your comfort zone. But it's great fun. It's got, as as ever with these um, Disney animations, it's got a really good script as well. Um, so, yeah, I enjoyed it, and I think it's one that, that adults and kids can, can watch together, isn't it? We have a sports documentary, another sports documentary. Uh, this time it's about tennis player Serena Williams. It's called Being Serena. It's on Discovery+. Plus. And here's a clip. When I realised that I was pregnant, I was like... Oh my God, how am I gonna play? I put so much pressure on myself. I wanna make sure that I'm the best. I don't know if there's anything left for me in tennis. With Wimbledon not far off, this is an interesting documentary about Serena. It's really following her pregnancy because she, she discovered she was pregnant and very soon afterwards she actually played in a Grand Slam tournament, which is quite remarkable. So it's following her with her partner who is a kind of, well, he's quite a successful businessman, isn't he? I think he founded Reddit, but he's a sort of self-confessed geek. They're from very different worlds, which they talk about, but it's really following Serena as she goes through pregnancy and they're getting ready for the baby and they're going to have the ultrasound and so on. It's a bit of a an insight into their private life, really. I didn't really know much about Serena's private life. Uh, obviously, she's quite an amazing tennis player, uh, just won so many Grand Slams, and she will be back at Wimbledon this year. I think I slightly lost interest about halfway through, but I, I, I found it fairly watchable. I guess if you're not that interested in the journey to parenthood, it may not be particularly be of interest because it, it's not huge there's not that much tennis stuff in it is there really did you did you enjoy it Hannah um well I always like things like this because you get to know the character and there's quite there's been quite a few sort of footballer type ones hasn't there where you've got to know the person and they're quite different to perhaps the player if you like and Serena Williams I think has won something like 23 grand slams I mean she's an absolute phenomenon isn't she and she's um somebody who stands up for her rights and and she does a lot I think in the tennis world so I was keen to see it but I, th I think you're right. I think it, it doesn't focus much on the tennis. It focuses much more on who she is as a person. You've got to be interested in that. So, as, And I am a bit nosy, so I quite like that at first because I thought you sort of see behind the curtain, you see who they are, what the intrigue into how they work as a family. And you see it sort of, as you say, it sort of um, follows her from, from, from birth all the way through. And I don't know. I I think that for some people, it's perhaps not as revelatory as it as it could have been, or perhaps they're just much more normal than we'd imagine them to be. Whereas some of these ones that we've sort of seen previously, you learn 
a lot. I'm not sure you learn a lot in this. I don't. I don't know if you'd agree with that. What I found interesting was that so she she admits at the beginning that the pregnancy was a surprise, and she was still determined to to play in that Grand Slam, which she won. Um, and of course, since becoming a mum, she's not notched up that 24th title which she would love to win so it did take her by surprise and you see her really kind of keeping her she's keeping up her fitness classes even when she's quite heavily pregnant isn't she but at the same time she really wanted to become a mum and start a family as well so yeah I thought she came across they both came across really well in this and, and, and so does the sister Venus I think yeah they do and you, and you see what she stands for don't you because she's you know she kind of uses her position often to call out sort of systemic prejudices doesn't she and she she's somebody who she's very very likable and I think that, as you say they come across as a really nice uh, family and if that's not enough behind the scenes tennis action for you also on Discovery Plus we have Strokes of Genius which features interviews with tennis legends Roger Federer and Rafa Nadal Speaking of physical fitness, Hannah, it's a seamless segue into a new series that you're going to tell us about on Apple TV+. Plus. It's called Physical. And it stars Rose Byrne. So let's have a little listen. You ready to do this thing? Now you've done it. She sees what a mess you are. Actually, I feel better than I have been in a long time. Where are you going? I've been doing aerobics classes. You should try it. You might like it. And after just one class, you can feel it happening. You becoming you again. So if you're born in the 80s, like me, you will remember the leotards and leg warmers were all the rage, as were the shell suits, but less about them. Um, so Rose Byrne is uh, starring in this new comedy drama. It's set in the 1980s in San Diego um, and where aerobics was the big thing. I think, was it Lizzie on... The Good Morning Television. She used to jump around, do stuff. Yeah, I think it was. It was. It was such a big deal, wasn't it? And uh, Rose Byrne plays Sheila Rubin, a, a very dutiful um, but very quietly tortured housewife. And while she's battling all these personal demons, um, particularly relating to her self-image, um, she finds the joy and she finds it a big release, um, the world of aerobics. Now, she doesn't need to have any self-image issues because we've seen her in a leotard in this and I'm sure you'd agree and she looks absolutely phenomenally brilliant um, so she turns uh, this newfound passion in aerobics into this uh, business and she becomes this um, 80s style female lifestyle guru and it's it is it is very funny it has a kind of darker side to it as well so it's not just sort of one dimensional I don't think and I, I'm a real fan of Rose Byrne so um, in this, she just she she plays the part incredibly well, kind of a, just exactly as you'd imagine. The if you weren't born in the eighties, then you you need to look it up. But <laughs> but if you were like me, then you'll it just absolutely. She's so symbolic of of, of that time, um, and it, I, I think it's absolutely brilliant. Yeah, I liked her. I've watched the first episode. Um, I, I only knew her from, uh, she's sort of like the perfect friend, isn't she, in, in Bridesmaids. Mm, mm. <laughs> and, uh, you see her about to present this aerobic show right at the beginning, but then we flash back and she is in, she's married to this rather horrendous guy who's an academic and he gets the sack and he decides he's going to run for office. 
And so I like the kind of the device that they use. So she presents this perfect face of the world and she's very smiley and polite. But she, we will also hear what she's really thinking. And in particular, she's beating herself up about the fact she's got an eating disorder, really, hasn't she? She goes out and spends loads of money on, um, on fast food and then feels very full of guilt. I got a yeah. little bit of a vibe of um, Glow, the wrestling series, not just because they're all in leotards, but it's got that slightly wicked sense of humour as well. So yeah, I thought it was great. She's r- really good in it and it's just a lovely nostalgic tr- trip back to the 80s, isn't it? <laughs> it really is. The music's great. The outfits are great. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to embrace it again myself, I think. <laughs> Fatherhood is... A new series on Netflix. So we recently had Chris Rock, the American stand-up. He was showing off his acting skills in the new series of Fargo on Channel 4 and All 4. Well, Kevin Hart, not to be outdone, although, of course, he's already been in uh, the Jumanji franchise. So he is uh, leading this series, and it's about a widower who is coming to terms with raising his daughter by himself. Here is a clip. Mr. Logan, Madeline doesn't have a mother to model after. I am well aware of what my daughter doesn't have. You think you can do this, but you can't? No, man, you're right. I can't do it. But you know what? I'm going to do it because I'm a father. So, yeah, I only really knew Hart from, yeah, his stand-up. He's a tremendous personality, I think. And also he's been on things like Graham Norton, and he's just a real live wire, a real character, isn't he? You're seeing a very different side of him in this. I mean, he is... He is funny in it. He's got some great dialogue in it. But but really, it's a really moving drama about the fact that he is struggling to bring up his daughter on his own. He's totally out of his depth. Everyone's telling him he can't do it. But he's committed to, to that role. Yeah, so we see him kind of bursting into a sort of mother and baby group because he can't deal with like the nappy changing and stuff like that. And we've got his family advising on how to deal with the situations uh, so yeah i was i was pleasantly surprised because i haven't seen him in a dramatic role before and i think he really carries this with with great confidence and shows a great range of, of emotion as well what did you think about this one hannah yeah i i thought it was incredibly moving and i think you're right we don't haven't sort of seen him in part like this because he's very funny and there are really funny parts as you said but for me it, it was a real tearjerker mm-hmm. i mean he's he's left on his own um, uh, with, a, with a baby and he really just doesn't know what to do and, and he's just so heartbroken um, anyway and he has to look after this baby which is the most precious thing you know in his life he just doesn't know what to do and it is just it, it's so it's so brilliantly sad in, in many in many ways although of course you see this relationship growing between father and daughter which is absolutely lovely to see but it is so incredibly sad um at the beginning and watching him struggle and like you said everybody telling him you can't do this you need help you need help and he's like yeah you're right i can't do this but i'm gonna do this and i'm gonna be okay and he sort of see him trying to take the position of of mum and dad so like when he kisses her goodnight it's one kiss from mummy one kiss from daddy it's it's I thought it was really moving but really nicely done because not many things make you laugh and cry and and this really does we've got to that stage with the podcast Hannah where we find out what you've been sitting in watching rather than going out and enjoying the lovely sunshine so 
tell us all. <laughs> well, I've been having another go at The Handmaid's Tale because... Oh, of course, I mean, that's coming back, isn't it? It is, and I really feel like I've missed the boat with it in terms of everybody talking about it and me not knowing enough about it if you like because and the reason I don't know enough about it is not for the ones of trying I find it really really hard to watch so you know it's a it's this sort of totalitarian society and and you see fertile women being subjective to um you know childbearing slavery and it's just mm. I find it incredibly uncomfortable to watch and I still am finding it incredibly uncomfortable to watch but I know it's be I know it's brilliantly done but um yeah that's what I've been trying to desensitize myself enough to watch yeah <laughs> How it's, about a, you, Ian? it's an amazing series isn't it with Elizabeth Moss mm. of course in the lead role well um I dug out uh, a rather good film on Netflix it's called The Peanut Butter Falcon and uh, it's a rather charming tale mm. it stars Shia LaBeouf who's one of Hollywood's most weirdly named stars from the Transformers movies, and he's done loads more since. So he's playing this Florida fisherman, and he's a, he's a bit of a bit of a bad sort. He's getting himself in trouble uh, at the beginning of the film by stealing people's equipment and destroying it. Um, and he hooks up with this Down syndrome man who is uh, a huge wrestling fan. And they set off, it's a bit of a kind of, it's kind of like a, one of those road trip movies. They set off on a journey in search of this lad's um, wrestling hero, who is played by the wonderful Thomas Hayden Church. So, yeah, it's a very sweet, sweet story, um, and I enjoyed that. Now, we've just got time to look ahead to what we will be talking about next week. So, Hannah, what's on the agenda? Well, on BritBox, we've got Hollywood Bulldogs looking back at the British stunt performers who dominated Hollywood in the 70s and the 80s. Gosh, it's a theme this week, but we're going back to the 70s too. <laughs> Meanwhile, over on Disney+, Plus, a team of intrepid orphans investigate a global conspiracy in quirky family fantasy, the mysterious Benedict Society. So, we look forward to that. But, in the meantime... <laughs> Watching. 